0: Do you want to hear me be a nerd
1: aren't you always a nerd
0: <laughs> um last week uh it was right after we recorded the podcast there was a dude sitting here with a chess table do you remember that yeah and i, I challenged him to play chess did you win i won both games we Whoa. played we played some speed chess oh. and uh when someone brings a chess table somewhere in public and sets it up you kind of you're like they're gonna be pretty good <laughs> they're, they're they were out here to <laughs> hustle some people out of some cash, yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, this dude was not. It he was like
1: all by himself, just waiting for someone to play He was just waiting
0: him. for someone. And the reason I remember this is because when I showed up, I've been here since, since 1 o'clock today.
1: It's 7, it's 8 p.m. right now.
0: Because I was just doing some work, trying to find some, some jobs and stuff. I was just, found, I, getting out of the house it was really helpful for me. But he was sitting here again. He was just by himself, waiting for someone to play what, with him. What, did you go play? Nope.
1: Why? Because
0: I was working. I needed to get
1: stuff done. Um, I think chess it's, has made its comeback.
0: Queen's Gambit definitely helped.
1: Yeah. I played chess for the first time in three years on Sunday, and it's actually, I like it. Really? It's a good little exercise for well, let's your Let's play sometime. Let's play sometime.
0: Regardless, I hustled some hustler at chess. And it felt good.
1: That's very funny. Like, I guess it's like a good way to improve your skill. But who really does go out in public to challenge somebody and they're just trash? Not like, a lot at of The people. thing that they brought. I
0: just asked him. I'm like, hey, do you, are you waiting for someone? He's like, nope. And I'm like, you want to run one? He's like, yeah.
1: Like that'd be me, just like waiting at a basketball court to like do a little one v one and be like, I, I actually don't even know how to dribble. Actually,
0: like, like I'm used to soccer.
1: <laughs> like, I usually play with my feet.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody! Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Tuesdays. was a really good clink.
1: Clink. Okay, so. Um, speaking
0: of of chess and activities.
1: Sport. Sports.
0: <laughs> if you even call it a sport. Sports. I mean, there was like a team. I played on a chess team in middle school.
1: Oh, speaking of chess, we're talking about chess. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying Most people say
1: like Speaking of chess Did you know that Checkers is actually Jeez Abba
0: (laughs) I'm saying speaking of chess Because (laughs) it is an activity And I'm trying to give it Some validity And I did it At a certain time In my life Oh my goodness Okay I did other things besides chess I wasn't just a little nerdy boy with chess you're
1: making yourself sound great you know
0: what you're making me sound terrible <laughs> okay so chess no 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 this
1: is a real thing like you you played competitive chess I played competitive chess
0: <laughs> competitively in middle school I played on a high school team when I was in middle school it I was really good
1: <laughs> stop laughing at me how'd it go
0: <clears throat> really really well sweet, actually
1: some, some sweet some sweet sweet chicks
0: oh you know I did you absolutely know I did
1: some sweet lovins.
0: 100%. Because females love chess. Actually? No.
1: <laughs> I like, did, I, did I miss something? No.
0: No, I would just go to tournaments and just be with my little dude nerdy friends and we just have a great time. It was so Honestly, fun, Honestly, this one's very fun. I mean, when you are when you are doing what you want to do and you're having fun and you don't care about what everyone else thinks, it's a great time. It's a, it's great, a time. great time. Yeah. So, um,
1: do you still remember your like little chess moves and that's why you play now?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I definitely wonder if I had a lot more strategy back then, but I know the basics and I just have a good ability to visualize what's going on. So I haven't like lost at all, but I'm definitely like not, I'd say I'm like better than anyone who just like plays very casually, but I'm like not anywhere near to be a competitive player.
1: That's yeah, so you're like far better than the average person.
0: Yeah, like if I play you, I will, I will beat you pretty badly. Yeah, I believe that. But if I play anyone who has played at all, it'll probably be a pretty close game. Okay. So, anyway, that's not all that I did. <laughs> I did other sports because I'm an active young boy. My parents pushed me to do athletics, which I loved.
1: Yeah, you did like hockey...
0: I did hockey. Diving,
1: um, swimming. I actually
0: did not do diving. Swimming. I did swimming. Uh, diving, for some reason, flips. I don't like being upside down very much.
1: We've been watching the Olympics, and so I feel like that. Yeah, that is so inspiring.
0: The Olympics is, is – I love the Olympics.
1: Okay. Why was, like, handball and ping pong already a sport, but, like, surfing and skateboarding? I know this is, like, old news because everyone's like, whoa, it's the first year, so it's, like, a hot topic. But I was, like, really thinking about that. Like, why were these little nerdy things, uh, I mean, still a very good skill. To be nerdiest in ping pong. How did that make the Olympics before, like, surfing?
0: Because you have to figure out a really good way. Um, I I play spike ball competitively, and there are... I get to see a little more of the inside loop as far as it being a really small sport growing into a bigger sport. Mm-hmm. I get to see kind of the behind the scenes a little bit on rule development, um, as, like international. You associations. get to find like
1: a standard in order for people to compete in.
0: Getting standards of rules, making sure it's watchable, making sure you're easily being able to judge and give point qualifications mm-hmm.
1: for things. Oh, I guess that's true. So,
0: like. Giving a standard for a certain trick versus another trick, or what's what's a good time frame to give someone to have them do their tricks and runs. I
1: just feel like snowboarding was already a thing, so I'm like, how Mm -hmm. did that just not cross over with skateboarding? I think
0: snowboarding is vastly more popular than skateboarding.
1: Really? Another popularity. As far Uh, as like
0: competitiveness and people that will, yeah, I think it's because. in in snowboarding it's not only just doing tricks it's also racing
1: yeah so you've got
0: skis because skis went from like how fast can you go down something that i don't know what the progression of skiing was but i assume it was (laughs) i assume it went something like this
1: someone's like like, what if they're going down the hill and they say
0: well i think i can go faster than you and then they start going faster. And then someone says, wait, I can do cooler things on my skis, but I can't go as fast. And then you start getting into tricks. And the tricks are, like, really hard to judge. Like, what's a harder trick to do?
1: And then that has to come what's from somebody who has like the experience to know. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's a difficult trick.
0: So I think that's why a lot of that stuff took so long to be able to figure out. It's because... feel
1: like 2021, seriously? <laughs>
0: 2020. Is it so funny that all the, the big events right now are still being called 2020? Have you noticed that? I didn't know. The Olympics is the 2020 Olympics. Everything. All the mats and, the Oli- uh, and gymnastics say 2020. Is Tokyo it because they
1: already created all those they things? They already did all those things. Okay, so I so actually expensive. appreciate the fact that they're still using that because I feel like they'd be a huge waste so I have to remake have everything. Yeah. But, it's, yeah. Mm. But the world knows. But every single, thats I guess—that's kind of nice about a global pandemic, because we every person knows what happened in 2020. Yeah,
0: nobody doesn't know. It's not
1: like, oh, this just happened in Europe, like the Black Plague or something. It's mm. like, no, it happened everywhere.
0: Can you imagine, like, coming into a country where, like, what have you guys been up to for the past four years? And they're like, oh, we all died.
1: <laughs> we got sick. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't wash our hands, <laughs> it just spread. And they're like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, everybody
0: died. (laughs) Like, should we even be here right now?
1: (laughs) Okay, think about the the mental like your mental uh your mentality. Let's go with that word. Your mentality. Mental state of being an athlete with like you finally reach the Olympics. Yeah. You're like peak performance. Maybe this is the only time you'll ever go. Not that you do it for the people. Or, like, the, the stadium. But, like, how weird would that be when, you're, like, I'm watching it and there's no one in the stands?
0: Dude. Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad for those people.
1: Just, like, quiet. I feel like the adrenaline. And there's something about, like, I have, I mean, okay, obviously people are watching through the TV screen, but that's not the same. When it's you have, like, thousands of people watching you, I feel like there's this, your like, your brain knows, like, okay, I have to do this now and I'm going to do it well. Dude. not that i've experienced that but i assume from like having like 50 people watch me or something do you know what i mean
0: yeah no you get so much more when 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 you hear a crowd roaring for you yeah it just provides so much energy like the atmosphere of a sport that's why people brag about their stadiums like oh our stadium's like the loudest stadium because like we engineered it so that when people yell it's loud
1: oh yeah true
0: Like, what's the best environment to watch some sport in? And because it really adds not only to the spectators watching, but the players. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, I mean, we can even go to New Mexico United. That's why, like, our attendance, and I think that's when we come home and when we play in our home field, we always do way better. Way better. Because instead of playing in front of. 2,000 people wherever else we go Salt Lake City California not when even
1: 2,000 I don't is it even 2,000?
0: I was being probably generous that's probably yeah but when you come home they play in front of 13. eight to 15,000 yeah so it's like the energy you get from that and they only canceled spectators like a month before the Olympics
1: I couldn't imagine so people had tickets people ticket had plane
0: flights and then all of a sudden they were told wait guys you can't come to the olympics and watch your family or your friends compete you have to stay at home and do it and you know what's even worse than than just that it's the fact that when you host the olympics they get so much money from businesses and partnerships of people who assume that there's going to be thousands and thousands yeah, and thousands so of all tourists the
1: merchandise
0: coming in and now no tourists are in So, why did they host the Olympics and spend so much on infrastructure when there's going to be no tourists? How they pay? Like, like it's a big. There's there's no coming back from that. (laughs) I'm never going to financially recover from this.
1: And that's why they have cardboard beds. (laughs) Have you seen that?
0: I've seen so much about that. I heard. I don't see the problem with that. So they said
1: everyone said it's comfy.
0: Well, they said they they had cardboard beds to prevent people doing it in the village.
1: <laughs> what? Have you I ever heard that? It
0: was that reason? That is my whole thing. That's that's <laughs> all the media I have seen was like we don't want the the athletes. That's
1: what's going to stop
0: people having fun. And then that's why mm, a bunch cardboard of the bed. the athletes made fun of it. And they would like stand on the beds and they would like do these weird like they do like lunge jumps on the beds and be like I can do lunge jumps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like hey girl, come on over. I can do a lunge jump. <laughs>
0: My bed is solid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that cardboard thick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah, so that's the reason that I heard. I saw it like on a news headline. I don't know how true that I is. I thought it was just
1: for like sustainability. Like why do you need that's probably a, a whole much ass bed? Bet, like, it's like you're going to be here for a short amount of time.
0: Yeah, They. but I heard, yeah. So, I mean, who knows what's true? <laughs> I heard what I heard. And I heard a lot of the athletes being like, yo, these beds are solid.
1: <laughs> um, is it just me? Or I guess I think of like this, the sports I'm interested in with the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And then I'll think about like roughly the amount of athletes that is. And then when you find out there's like 10,000 plus athletes there, I'm like, whoa, the Olympics is way bigger than I thought.
0: It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty huge. Um, yeah. I think, I think America sent like a, almost a thousand athletes. Oh. Yeah.
1: Should we talking about Simone Biles? I saw like a couple videos and a few little articles, so don't quote me. I think people are still trying to figure it out.
0: Because I heard a, I, I saw one thing where she was like disqualified from the her vault the team. Yeah, her vault didn't so score high enough. So I don't think enough. she
1: was disqualified. I think she decided to not participate in the team finals. Or team something. finals. So she I think decided she not to participate, yeah, or I think her so. vault
0: wasn't high enough to participate.
1: No, so I think it was kind of like a her and a coach decision. It's so it sounds like she – I can't remember if it was uh, uneven bars or the uh, – what's the thing? It was just the bar. The beam? The beam. <laughs> <laughs> I think the wow, bar. Abba, you're really educated <laughs> to be talking about Simone
0: Biles in her Olympic career. <laughs> this remember. is really – guys, <laughs> Okay, if you guys are listening right now, this is like top quality <laughs> – Olympic news, okay. I Abba, Take it away. <laughs> Let's talk about the Olympics and everything you know.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I I can't remember which one it was. The beam. She, she did poorly it on it. It was the vault. No, 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 she did poorly on that. On the beam. Yeah. Okay.
0: And Wait. then,
1: and, and then, then the she does the vault, and she was supposed to do like two and a half twists, and she, and she, did she only one did and one and a half. half. She got like lost in the air. Yeah. She lands it, then launches forward. So she mm-hmm. obviously doesn't stick it.
0: Yeah, she stepped, which is like yeah. a, it's like a one hundredth or a three hundredth deduction or something like that.
1: So then Tenth. I think she had like a she had some like uh, reporter news thing, and she came out and said that like her mental health, like her, she mentally just like wasn't there, and she knew that she uh-huh. wasn't gonna perform well. She's like, I don't. I'm not going to do that to my teammates who've worked really hard to know that I'm in like this terrible mental state to like compete
0: mm.
1: and then maybe wreck it for them. So the other girl just like stepped in for her. But uh uh-huh. I feel like that's, that is so tough to recover from. You get all the way to the Olympics. It gets, the, it gets
0: this is her like third Olympics. I think. Yeah,
1: it is. So like, it's probably not as exciting but i just feel like still you have like one bad day and it happens to be at the olympics like that sucks
0: yeah i mean the the olympics is like no joke it's it's a huge life accomplishment and you work tirelessly for so many different competitions but like the olympics is a really really big one that you get so much publicity off of and yeah. i mean like Simone Biles has competed in national probably international gymnastics competitions in between the olympics and have we heard about it no no but now the Olympics comes back around and we're like, oh my gosh, this and chick is like, the everyone's like, we
1: know this name.
0: Yeah. So I did hear that she is a big advocate for mental health. And I think that's really cool. I've seen a lot of oh, comments. Oh, that is cool. I, I did see, so I did see the video about her doing one and a half instead of two and a half twists. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of comments on that video talking about, thank you so much for standing up for mental health and making that a priority and all this and that, which is really cool that as an Olympian, you're not only an athlete but you're like a massive role model yeah. for everybody not even people like definitely like my sisters were gymnasts so they looked up to all the crazy gymnasts right so not only those people but other people in other sports were regardless of what they are thank you they look up to these people as like top tier humans and athletes it's like so, so someone of her stature in social media presence mm-hmm. who was able to reach out and say, hey, it's okay not to be okay. And yeah. stuff happens even at the highest level where you're not able to function correctly. So if I'm this not able to function tentacle. correctly then you're not, and you're not able to function correctly, take a breather. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay in to like step off. In your regular job, it's okay to not be at peak performance all the time.
1: Well, because everyone's like, it was... I saw a lot of like headlines that said that she was injured. But I guess in a way like you really can be like mentally injured and, and that's almost mm-hmm. the same as like if she wrecked her hamstring or something. Like if you're mentally really not there, that yeah. in itself is I guess like an injury or a setback.
0: I mean even if she I think she I think she looked a little injured and even if you are just a tiny bit injured like, that oh. can affect <laughs> your yeah your mentality. It can affect your confidence, hundred yeah, like, you, percent. Like so, tweak I mean, something
1: or you're sore. I
0: just came back from a, a spikeball tournament in Colorado, and after swinging my arm for every single serve as hard as I can, my elbow gets like—it's called—it's it's basically just tennis elbow. <laughs> why, why is that funny? Like... It's an injury. <laughs>
1: why are you laughing at my pain no, I really don't know why I'm laughing is it because my, I I my tiny sport
0: it's what it is
1: okay <laughs> why is that so funny it's really not funny it's, why is it I funny it's just, no 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 you laughed deliberate. Hey, I don't know why I thought why are you, you laughing at my say, pain I thought you were going to say something anything besides tennis, <laughs> tennis elbow tendinitis is that better elbow like such an old person thing
0: is it <laughs> I think there's like golfer's elbow as well (laughs) is that better (laughs) it's tendonitis or something so basically like
1: no it's you do that repetitive motion so much that you like
0: it's because i'm using my i'm using my muscle super hard and my tendon isn't strong enough to withstand the muscle movement okay so my tendon gets like torn or something like that and so your elbow gets hurt so like my elbow gets really sore so if i swing as hard my elbow hurts and i notice that if i keep swinging hard i lose confidence in my serving ability Mm -hmm. so i step off of my my swing power and then my swing my my serving um
1: isn't as intense which is not as intense and it's also
0: less accurate oh so it's like when you lose confidence in your ability to perform at what you're used to performing not only does like the power and everything go down, but the confidence in myself goes down, and then therefore the ability of my serve goes down. Oh, that's a so really good example. Her mental health can translate, and her minor injuries can translate to so much more. Accru- <laughs> are you really just laughing at me because I'm comparing myself and my little <laughs> tennis elbow to Simone? To it. Why are you laughing? <laughs> You're being. I feel like you're being I'm, really mean to me. I'm
1: not mean to you. You're really hurting my feelings. Thinking about you're literally crying. That you, said you just a dabbed a tear
0: earlier. away. <laughs> Why is this so funny?
1: It's not that. That's funny. I just thought of something else that I was gonna say, but I, you, you have a really <laughs> beautiful point, and I couldn't hold my laughter back, and that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Keep going. No, it's very true, though. I understand what you're saying. Like
0: that's all I'm saying. Basically, whether it's a small injury or whether it's her mental state or both, that. It can translate across her performance. And it's crazy because she made some big mess-ups. She had some yeah. big mess-ups, and she was still in first. I saw another video where... Whoa, seriously? You saw her, did you see her floor routine? She where she like like this popped big thing off. And she hit, and she fell off the, mm. the whole area. Yeah. That's a big mess-up.
1: Like, you, you, she went out of the boundary. Yeah,
0: she, like, flew out of it because she yeah. was too powerful. She flew out. she should
1: be like, actually, that's kind of impressive.
0: She still got first after that mess up after that big mess that. up she was still in first so it's like those big mess ups she's still in first but her mental and i don't know i know that um her vault and her i i guess her beam i don't i don't i don't know about Bing. her beam
1: not the bar thingy i
0: know the vault was harder for her mm-hmm. so oh, i, I think haven't that heard that was all like, the stories
1: i think the vault was kind of like the nail in the, the coffin yeah
0: Where she's like, I'm just not at my best right now. Because I I saw her doing qualifying in the team. USA lost to the Russian Olympic Committee by Mm. like a few points, which was strange. Right. And so I thought maybe she was just like saw that kind of progress where she's like, I'm kind of the captain and the leader. And I'm not able to lead them to an obvious, which should have been obvious, first place for us in qualifying. Mm. So I'm going to step down and...
1: I think it's also kind of super respectful for her to walk away as well. Because when you are, I've been on in team situations where a teammate is obviously just mentally not there. Uh And so I feel like to have the awareness to say like, I'm not here and I'm not, I'm not at my peak and I'm not my best. So I'm going to step away. Uh So respectful to your teammates because if they're there. And if you just have, like, too much of an ego and you're like, nah, I'm just going to, like, I, I can probably recover for this time. I'm just going to do better next time. Yeah. I think that's, like, really discouraging for your teammates. And so I think that's that's pretty cool that she did it for the sake of her team as well.
0: Did you did you see that a lot in your sports in high school? Where, like, uh, where like certain people – because what did you do in high school?
1: I ran track and uh, played soccer.
0: So, my, I made it to. I feel like that'd be mostly a soccer kind of thing where you'd see your teammates yeah. start getting emotionally affected and start playing potentially probably with more just passion and maybe a like little a anger. M- more Frustration. And so they're, sure. they're more likely to get yellow cards, red cards, or fouls yeah. against the team. Mm-hmm. I
1: remember. So I ran from a public school. I ran track for Valley High School m- only my senior year. So I only had one season. And so. I was doing really well, and so I was like, you know what, it's my senior year, I'm gonna make it to State. So I did really well in district, and so I made it to State, and one of the events I made to State was the uh, Medley Relay. Mm-hmm. And so State finally comes around, and it was, four, it was four girls, me included. And we, our race kept getting pushed back because of the rain. And so, one of my friends was like, I don't even care anymore. And she ate an entire meatball footlong sub from Subway. Oof. And we all were like, yo, can you just wait? Like, we're going to be on any minute. She's like, I'm starving. Within 30 seconds, our race got called up. And I was the anchor. And she, she walked her lap.
0: It was just a one, was it a 400, what was it? So four by it 400? was,
1: I think it was a 200, 200, 400, 800. Okay. And so for an 800, that's two laps. And so once, but you you I, did that's a hard, So you did, yeah, the did like 800. And so she that's walked really around the track. Ways. Yeah. And, and especially with the 800, it's, y- there's no real coming back from that once you're that far behind. That was like a lap behind. So I got the pity clap from the crowd. People just like, stood and they're like, just got to wait for this girl to finish the race. And that was one of those moments that she, she 100% just checked out. Mm-hmm. And we did have alternates. And I was like, why, why would you do that to three other people who were like serious about competing here? Yeah. <laughs> you were just couldn't wait and to eat your meatball sub. So to this day, I think about Subway meatball subs and they hold a grudge against them.
0: That's a massive emotional commitment to finish a race like that, Abba.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad. Like, and I think she was first I've or second. I've never
0: been in that situation, but like to be to have to run an entire lap by it's, yourself—it's rough. I've never been in that situation because I usually try really hard, and I usually yeah. have people who I can depend on.
1: I did a great eight hundred. But my whole family was there, and it was like it was humiliating. It's really embarrassing. Yeah.
0: Everyone's just watching you just run, and no because one knows of the story. They're all
1: fault. they're just like that team sucks. Mm. Well, I mean,
0: like they see that chick walking, or they see where the slack is. Yeah. But then it falls on someone else, holding up the pack. Yeah. Like she was probably pretty embarrassed as well because she's walking. But she didn't. No, she, ha- was. she didn't have every single person in that, in the bleachers, mm-hmm. watching her run, by herself.
1: Well, and at that point, my coach had talked to me about like running for UNM, and he was like, "You could, like, you have such potential. You you could be like a walk on for UNM." And at state, there's a ton of people watching. They well, then that's know. why you.
0: That's why you ran a good 800, because you still. Whenever you, whenever you're competing, you compete at the best you can yeah. compete. And someone's gonna notice you regardless of whether right. your teammate sucks or not
1: yeah it just it was definitely a bummer
0: emotionally like like big impact emotionally like if you were like close to someone nope you would have probably had a lot more energy and passion to like push Grinded through pain. It out yeah and then in this case you're like wow i'm hurting like let me just finish this you're mm-hmm. not thinking about like Pushing to get first.
1: Yeah, it's like I hope I have a decent time and I'll just keep running. But there's no other competitor to to look to look yeah, for.
0: That's really really rough. That's terrible. Um, keeping people on their um, their a game and focused on the the competition is really really important. I once I played ice hockey and I once uh, knocked one of my own guys over because he was about to fight a kid.
1: You're like, you know what? I'm gonna just take you out first.
0: He was he was kind of a hothead dude. He kind of, yeah. So he was probably fouled,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like like definitely he should have been angry about something. Yeah. But he started going after this kid, and I got in his way, and I I checked him pretty hard, and I knocked him on his back, and I was like, not today.
1: <laughs> like, like, son, we are not doing this.
0: And I'm like, nope, because him acting out that way would have gotten us a penalty in like two minutes of of five on four yeah and that's rough so i just knocked him over and i was like take a chill like let's <laughs>
1: see honestly that's that was very wise of you
0: i mean it was it's definitely uncomfortable and i was not a comfortable kid in high school i was homeschooled and i felt very self-conscious being around a lot of other people as as much as of an outgoing person i was um i just kind of felt like an outsider um, but uh, pushing yeah. through that and then just like taking control of the situation and being who I was and standing up for what I knew was right to keep our team on a better track was definitely what was more important for sure.
1: Right. That's such a good thing to be aware of.
0: So, yeah, that was kind of a fun. And then the, this other time. I knocked a kid on his back, but we knocked each other both over, and it was a complete accident. It was during our state tournament, and we both I just, like,
1: like, laughing. You're like, oh, bro, sorry.
0: <laughs> we were not laughing. <laughs> it was very painful. It was, like, you know how you're, like, walking down a sidewalk, and you, like, look up, and you see someone, like, walking straight at you? Yeah. And you do the whole, like, oh, I'm gonna go right, oh, ooh, yeah. left, ooh, right, ooh, left. Well, we did that and then we didn't decide and we just <laughs> ran into each other but just went right there was a whole ice rink where we could have gone and we ran into each other just <laughs> like both
1: are like coach him injured
0: it was like we turned at the last second and it was like just chest to chest <laughs> just wrapped around each other and like he had the puck because i like probably passed it back to him i was like yeah. cycling through and just we just destroyed each other and I, I, like, lost all the air in my body, and I skated for, like, another probably 10 seconds. I went to the bench, and it was just, I, like...
1: Coughing up blood.
0: <laughs> just trying to regain my breath, and my coach was like, what? <laughs> like, what just happened? He's like, that was bad. That's Like, crazy. you can't do that.
1: Did you... Do you feel like you had... Um your emotions under control in sports?
0: Oh, absolutely. Really? Um, I Like, when I played hockey, hockey is, like, a very aggressive sport. Mm-hmm. People, like, go at each other. Um, that's mostly in professional. Like, when you become professionals, that's when you start fighting. Mm-hmm. If you fight in other, like, college, they don't allow it at all. You cannot. Because you're not getting paid.
1: NHL they do, right?
0: Profes- professional, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Wait, did you say that? I said, well, yeah, oh, once okay, you're a I'm professional.
0: Sorry. Like, so there's, like, lower... Tiers to professional as well, kind yeah. of the same thing as soccer. You can fight in that as well,
1: but not in college.
0: I don't believe you can fight in college. Okay, people do, but they'll break it away real quick. Okay, they'll be like, you can't do that. And look, give you either like a two minute, a ten minute, or they'll like suspend you. Like, like it's, just it's,
1: get one punch in real quick. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's very frowned upon. I mean, it's basically like it's basically like a felony when you're when you are a minor or when you're like not being paid. It's basically wow. just like attack. Like if you think about it, you're literally, I guess it's true. you're literally attacking <laughs> someone who didn't sign up to be attacked. When you're a professional, that's like in your contract, like you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But when you're not, when you're in high school, you like, if, if someone just punches you in the face, Yeah. you can't, you can't do that. So, um, I hated getting penalties as a kid. Really hated it. I had a clean record for a really, really long time. Did
1: you just feel, like, ashamed, or were you...
0: I just wanted to play the sport. Yeah. I, like, didn't want to hurt anyone, and I wanted to play clean, and I was mad at people who played dirty. Because I'm like, "Why You're not playing the sport. Like, play the sport. Let's play clean. We're
1: here to play, like, this sport. Let's play this sport. It doesn't matter. And
0: I got my first penalty. I remember it so vividly. I was, like, destroyed. I was also a very emotional kid. Mm -hmm. So it was roller hockey. Before I went to ice, I was probably 9 or 10 years old, and I was skating down the rink. I was I was really good too. Mm-hmm. So I would like score. I, I think my top scoring goal, my top scoring game, I got like a triple hat trick. So I scored nine oh goals gosh, in wow. one game. I was That's really good. Like, as a kid
1: good. you were like, ah, uh, the Olympics. I was freaking <laughs>
0: destroying kids. Anyway, I was skating down the rink, and this defender got the puck from me and started skating the other direction and I, I like dropped my head back and I like f- like, whipped back around and I like whipped my arm around and my stick came with it and the kid was right there so as I'm whipping around like out of frustration I freaking trip this kid. <laughs> I like whack his leg with my stick. It looks like I just <laughs> rung around and just slapped this kid with my stick. Yeah. And he trips and falls and I get a two minute penalty and I am destroyed. I was so upset with myself that I like hurt someone and got a penalty and I was so ashamed that I did something wrong. Just
1: take me out of the game. I
0: literally sat and so in at roller hockey it's like an open aisle where everyone sits. Like in ice hockey you like have your own bench. Little
1: box yeah. Yeah.
0: Here it's like you go to the roller skating rink and you have you can just skate onto the roller skating rink. Yeah. Well they just put barricades there and they have like little fold out chairs for you. (laughs) (laughs) So my team had like four substitutes whatever those four fold-out chairs and then the other team on the other side has four fold-out chairs on the other like same side but other side and then in the middle it's like the announcer and the scorekeeper and then so there's like four fold-out chairs and like 10 feet and then one fold-out chair and that's where you sit when you have a penalty Oh my gosh. So I just sat in this chair next to my teammates, like thinking away. (laughs) Just like knowing that I like did something really bad. That I messed up bad. And I cried. (gasps) I was Oh oh yeah. I was (laughs) sobbing. I was so 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 sad that I freaking got a penalty. (laughs) I was destroyed that I like
1: I Raph, I'm so sorry. I was so
0: sorry. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) And that was like, yeah, because I never, I wanted to be the kid who never had a penalty,
1: That's who so was funny. like really
0: good and never did anything wrong. I never wanted to get angry at anyone. I never, I just wanted to just be better than everybody and not do it incorrectly. And I, I think I probably got, I think in my whole career I probably got five penalties, which isn't not a ton. And I think, I think I should have probably gotten more especially in hockey you want to play aggressive you want to hit people harder you want to be pushing and and digging and i think that the non-aggression on my point because i didn't want to put myself in that situation probably limited the ability that i played at it's true but regardless it's such a fun sport and i had so much fun playing it but yeah so like i i would i knocked the kid over because i wanted like don't don't do something that you're gonna regret yeah like it'll it'll cost else. the
1: entire team just because like, you're hot-headed about it yeah i didn't learn that in in high school Soccer. did you fight
0: girls yeah i did tell me about it i <laughs> did i really did. did you actually fought someone yeah
1: oh yeah like, i've like I've pulled hair down or
0: like yeah oh my gosh
1: i which is kind of surprising i i've that that was like the only outlet in my life that i was really like that okay um, Biff and I, my twin, played soccer together since we were four. So she and I were always on the field. Uh, coaches un- understood quickly that we we played really well together So mm-hmm. we just had the little twin telepathy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for a while, if I noticed that she was getting like pushed around, like a little world rocked by a girl, I would like leave my position to go. Tackle that girl. She had the ball or whatever, um, and so that got me into a lot of trouble. And she would do the same for me too. But I was just like really hot headed. And like mm-hmm. we we play really well together. And so if someone's messing with her, It like, just really bothered me. My parents had to talk to me about it a lot. Yeah. Like he, there's there's competitiveness, and then there's like y- you did not need to sprint from f- forward to defense just to like prove to this girl that she shouldn't have pushed your sister. Yeah. And then it escalated in high school where um, I had, there's I remember this one game, there's there's two big instances, but one game I had big beef with this girl. We were just fighting the whole game and I think we both got yellow cards, whatever. Well, my mom takes my sister and I with her grocery shopping afterwards and mm-hmm. this girl and her mom <laughs> were also grocery shopping. Oh no, shopping. grocery store brawl. <laughs> grocery so store girl brawl. girl and I used to see each other in the grocery store. Our brawl was not over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are in the fruit section.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: And I stop, and my blood was like boiling. <laughs> I just wanted to go. Wait, how old were you? No, I was in high school. So I think it's like junior year. I was like 16. Sixteen. Yeah. So I wanted to go wreck this girl's world. I was, I was very hot-headed. And uh, my mom stops and she's like, she like looks over and she looks at me and then she looks at the girl and she looks at me and she's like, she's like, no, you, you weren't, this is over. Like it was a soccer game and you were not fighting this girl at the supermarket. <laughs> she like actually was like, it was like a learning lesson where she's like, come on, we're just going to go to the other side of the store. We're not even going to shop over here. And I was, I was super angry. We were like doing the whole like shoulder, like <laughs> chest thing at each other. Dude, Abba, you are so small. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so i think that's so funny too because a lot of people don't expect it but I'm, i am very small and so when a bigger girl would just try and like shove me i would fly because i'm so small uh-huh. so i just started to learn how to like throw elbows and just like really dig and lean because it it was like i guess a weaker point of mine and i i knew i had skill but i didn't always have strength or weight uh-huh so yeah it really bothered me and then um, it was my first away tournament. I was playing for Valley High School senior year as well. It was a soccer game. South Valley. like Oh, I think it was in, like, Las Cruces. Um, we had this game against this team. It was, like, the most ghetto game of soccer I've ever played in my life. And I started it. I You started the... I started def- it. I remember we were... I was I played wing and so the girl was dribbling down the side of the field and she had been just like picking at me the whole game she was like calling me names so I like flipped and I just ran and I tackled her not even the ball I like put my arm like I ran at her put my arms around her and we flew off the side of the field like into like the like near the bleachers and I just pumbled her I was so angry <laughs> And oh my gosh. Was like, where did that come from? <laughs> like I it's like I just ran for her. It wasn't even like we were playing soccer. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I ended up like scratching her, like pulling her hair, like oh my it wasn't. Did you get a red card? So no, I got a yellow card. And so then the game keeps going and our other girls start getting mad at the girls too. And finally the girl on the other team took down one of our girls and she dug her nails into her and like held her down and like like, spat in her face or something. Oh my gosh. Even though it was an away game, like some parents all came and so one of the moms ran onto the field to like break the the fight up and so the ref was like, and it was like, it was really bad. It was a super catty fight. So the ref gave them red cards and he ended the game and the police came because there was like a whole police report because the mom got involved. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah that's that <laughs> it was really really bad uh Who won oh we we technically won but I think they because they just they, like they, nobody won we didn't even make it to second half like it was the most outrageous like none of us could control our tempers
0: oh my uh, gosh
1: and I think about that and I'm like kind of ashamed as like I didn't I didn't hone in on my skill to like because that's really like the better way to beat somebody in athletics kind of like I wish I had been ashamed of that, but I was like, I just want to wreck this girl's world rather than be like, I'm just going to play better soccer.
0: Yeah,
1: And that was, my parents like really tried and I, I think I got a better grasp on it later on in life, but, um, I play, I play women's outdoor league now and the very first game this girl grabs me and the ref stops and he's like, break it up. And I, and I turned her and I was like, hey, I'm just here to play soccer. I, I'm not here to fight. And the moment I said that, I was like, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I was like, I grew up.
0: I'm a up. Oh. I am just here to play <laughs> soccer.
1: No, the moment I said it, I was like, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, God, where this is like early, like late 20s, early 30s women's soccer. I'm like, we are not going anywhere. We're not going state to college to like the olympics why are you angry We're, we like soccer and we just want to still play yeah so um i don't
0: remember having that kind of i'm sure i had people on the other team that pissed me off because i do get to hit people
1: i know i feel like
0: i think i probably mostly i think I there you was should teams, have Played soccer and i should okay, play hockey i think i remember there was like teams that we had that we like they were they were like scrappy teams. Santa Fe, when we played Santa Fe, they were scrappy. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that was is that we would just play our game and we beat them like 12 to 1. And <laughs> the it's like, like you, at you time do get, like the the verifi- you get the validation of just like we are better than you. Yeah. And we know how to control a place. Right. Um, I know that there was some hits that I had that I was really proud of, but I don't think it was against the person.
1: It's more like that. Felt really good and athletic, kind of.
0: Like I, I like hit a kid once as he was skating up my. I think it was like the right side of the the, the rink, and I was skating backwards, and I hit him up against our boards. Mm-hmm. You know how there's like glass around the rink. Yeah. But then around the the where we all sit, there's no glass. Yes. I like hit him right at the right point where he like half went over and then slid along that, and then he like tacoed around the where the glass starts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ow. Oh, ow. <laughs> he just yeah. wraps
0: around. He just he just had the momentum cuz he's going really fast and then you hit him up on there and he falls over and then he just Did you stops. get a penalty for that? Nope.
1: With the it was like a, mm. it was a clean hit. <laughs> you
0: get penalties for charging, which is like a, like intentional
1: kind of like what I did. Like I just intentionally yeah. just went for the girl instead yeah. of like Yeah. The so ball. I mean you
0: you definitely intentionally go for people. But you can't, like, skate from one side of the ring to the other just to hit someone.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I ran across the field. (laughs) Get off my field. I like, I'm done. Yeah.
0: That's really funny. That's really crazy. Because, I mean, I see you're, like, a passionate person. Mm -hmm. But it's really funny to see you in a light of just being, like, aggressive in sports.
1: Well... Quickly, we can tell the story. You saw me at the New Mexico United soccer game. Mm-hmm. So this is one of my <laughs> most proud moments. Is this, our,
0: is this our first year when we were like really into it? Yeah,
1: so New Mexico United is our USL semi-pro soccer team here in New Mexico. So fun. Go so to fun. a game. Go to a
0: game. Go to a Go game. To a Go game. to a game. It is it's so fun. It's the best sports
1: viewing Event in New Mexico. in New Mexico, yeah. By far. By far. You can just tell there's so much like pride in people are just like so excited to be there and the players are so hype about it just their marketing we usually sit
0: in the supporter section where everyone's going crazy but i guarantee wherever you are you will have a good time top of the bleachers just the atmosphere is insane
1: so they started their first season in 2019 and we luke casey luke's wife me and maybe like a couple random other friends we would always get front row right behind the goal in the supporter section yeah. first I mean, come first serve so we showed first, up like an hour yeah. and a half
0: before gates even opened we yeah. would like have our little beer we would
1: bring a six-pack we would camp out at the front and we were like we every single game we were like we are getting front row. getting front row yeah
0: we'd fight people for it i kind I know, of that was such
1: a fun time of life so great so i
0: wish it was still first come first serve because i want to do it again i know me too
1: was, I, yeah me too uh anyway one game Uh, We got front row, and it was New Mexico United against Timbers 2, which is Timbers, or I think it's Washington or whatever. Portland. Portland. Yeah, it's their uh,
0: semi-pro
1: team. Um,
0: We're doing really great.
1: I'm okay, thank you. Thanks, Kayla. Uh, Yeah, super rowdy game. The game starts, and do you remember the owner of New Mexico United, his name is Peter. Yep. He super involved with the fans, which is awesome. He jumps into the front row with us Mm -hmm. as the game begins to kind of be like, "Yo, I'm the owner, but I'm like here to experience the first couple minutes of the match with you guys." And he was like sandwiched in between us. Yeah, we were like, "Yeah!" (laughs) And he was like like so happy; it was like the most positive experience. I mean,
0: it's it's, yeah, it's awesome. If you go to any game, you can see Peter jumping in with the crowd. It's so fun. But he was with us that one.
1: Yeah, so he he jumps out, whatever. The game's going probably first half sometime.
0: It was a very feisty game.
1: Yeah. the pl- Yeah, it was the m- so feisty. So many penalties. Like, we were fighting, like, every second of that game for the ball. And Timbers 2 scores. And the player Showboats. who scores. Oh,
0: he was pissed me off so much.
1: He runs up to right where we were, the front row. Because we were behind his goal. And is just gloating and like screaming just in like front arms of all up
0: us. just saying hey like
1: pretty much screw you guys
0: <laughs> and it, we're all booing him and he's just loving it <laughs>
1: so i and
0: <laughs> many others there was
1: probably like a dozen of us
0: a lot it I was a lot
1: i can't remember who started it. i think i was one of the first few i threw my my beer can at him
0: <laughs> your plastic beer
1: <laughs> no People. my aluminum my aluminum
0: Oh your aluminum? Yeah,
1: my aluminum can <laughs> Oh shoot. I throw it. It doesn't go very far. It doesn't even it doesn't even hit him. It bounces on the ground.
0: But there was a there was a lot of people throwing stuff.
1: And I remember you and Casey looked over I remember this so clearly. You looked over <laughs> me and you guys go, Ah, big gale And it was like it was the same feistiness, that anger that I had when I took that girl out. because I was there's like, so Don't much energy do that. though. Yeah, there's so there's much energy. So,
0: when you're there and people are if, screaming if around you. I was a little more intoxicated, I would have thrown, I would have jumped over and been like,
1: "Yeah, fight me. Fight me, dude. Fight okay, me. but the thing is, in Europe, it is 100% normal that people throw their beer cans.
0: have you heard their chants? Yeah. No, oh my way gosh. It. They, when I hear people be like, F you, man. I'm like, ooh, dude, a little too far. Those people up in the in the Premier League, they are destroying people. Destroying.
1: It's oh, they insane. are, like, wrecking worlds, like, concussion, beating people up.
0: <laughs> like, what? I think people, like, die. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you die.
1: So I threw a beer can. And I kind of knew instantly. I was like, eh, maybe too much. But it idea. was like, whatever the vibe is. So 13,000 of us are, like, screaming. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I uh, We walk away from that game, and I get a message on Instagram the next day, and it was Peter, because he'd follow me on Instagram. He follows all the fans. Uh-huh. And he says, um, hey, Abigail, is this <laughs> your cell phone number? I I need to call and talk to you about something. And I was like... Oh no! Oh, oh no! I know oh what he's no. gonna say. So I called my dad and I was like, "Dad, I think I'm about to get in trouble." <laughs> and he was like, "Sweetie, like the only thing you can do is just be like super honest and like own up to what you did." Yeah. And he's like, "Or just don't answer the phone call because this is kind of weird." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Okay, this is a little strange." So I'm at the gym that night. It's right after work, and so I get this random phone call and I and I answer it because I was thinking it was probably a work call. I didn't even think about it. Like, hey, this is Peter from New Mexico United. So I grab all my gym things and I run out. he was like, "Here we go." And he's like, "Do you know I'm calling?" And I was like, "Um, no, not really. Like, maybe. Why?" <laughs> 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 Why are you calling? <laughs> are you calling? <laughs> he's like, "Um, so we we find out that you threw a beer can at the game, and they in New Mexico United posted this whole thing on social media about like." The USL does not stand behind this kind of behavior, so like that is not appropriate for our fans to do that, and they will be held accountable. Yeah. So he calls me and he's like, "Let me hear your side of the story." And I was like, "Yo, Peter, like, love the league. I'm such a big fan. Like, I'm so passionate about this. Not just because they're cute players, but like, I'm just, <laughs> I j- I love soccer. Like, I love it so much. It's my whole life." Um, And I was like, honestly, I just got caught up in the moment, and I just didn't like that guy yelling in my face, and so I just did something about it. It's like, okay, like, I appreciate you owning up to it, and I was like, I understand that that is not appropriate behavior, and you will never see me do it again, nor from my friends. He's like, okay, well, the league did want me to ban you from coming back, but he's like, I understand that soccer is so important to you, and you you sound like you understand, like, what you did, so we just can never see that behavior from you again, and I was like... (laughs) It was just so weird, as like my dad calling me to like yeah, reprimand me, for sure. But it was the owner of New Mexico United. I
0: think they didn't have enough infrastructure to know who should call you at that point.
1: Also, they like there were like four I'm like, games. How in. did they find me?
0: I don't know. I think I don't think video footage. I don't know
1: because I never posted about it or said anything.
0: It's very strange. I'm like,
1: how did you find me? <laughs> and then I was like, also, if you're gonna ban me, then if you can't find the rest of the people who threw the beer, then that's not fair. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, yeah. <clears throat> That you haven't thrown a beer since? I've not thrown a beer since. I was very careful ever since You did then.
0: apply to work for New Mexico United, and they definitely did not hire you.
1: Yeah, so my history with them didn't end. Um, we had a fan who started like a publicity like newsletter community thing for them. Uh-huh. For New Mexico United. It's called Somos Unidos Newsletter. News. Or something. News. And, uh... I told him I was like, "Yo, I used to be a photographer. I would love to take photos for your your letter, your whatever." So he's like, "Definitely." So he uh, and I was like, "This means that I'll get a pass to go on the field, and I can be around the players, and I can go anywhere I want." Yeah. So I get this gig. It wasn't paid or anything, and I remember. I, I took this, and I was on the field, and I was having the time of my life. It was so fun. It was like the most up close experience you would ever get at a li- like a s- live professional soccer game. Yeah. And a couple within it was near the end of the game. This girl comes up to me, and she oh, oh, she worked for New Mexico United. She's like, "Why are you on the field?" Because she I guess knew who I was. Because I'm the girl who threw the beer. I the think field. you were the only one they found. Yeah, because. Every employee there knew who I was. Yeah. She's like, why are you on the field? And I was like, I got, I got hired <laughs> to take <laughs> this gig. I got hired. <laughs> I really swindled my way into New Mexico United. Um, and so she was like, I need to go talk to somebody about this. So she like talks to somebody, but the game ended. So I ended up leaving. Yeah. And I had the gig. So the following week was your wedding. Yeah, and I'm driving to your wedding, and I get a phone call from Somos Unidos, Somos Anidus guy. He's like, "Hey, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but I'm gonna have to fire you because we found out that you're the girl who threw the beer, and you're a liability to. They think that you're a liability to our players on the field." Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just gonna like throw my camera at somebody. Like, <laughs> the not gonna happen? I was so pissed. Slash, I don't even know. Kind of embarrassed. I don't that's know. so funny. It was, and I was like, I told him, I was like, I'm on my way to a wedding and I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. And he never got those photos. I still have those photos. He never got them. That's
0: that's perfect.
1: And then COVID hit in 2020, and uh, I lost my job. And I saw a posting for New Mexico United.
0: So and you applied.
1: So I applied, and I go to the interview. I had to make a video before they interviewed me, so I made a video, stellar video about why I wanted to work there. And so I get an interview and the very first thing they say is, so your video went around the office and everyone knows who you are. Why are you applying for this position? And I was like, because I'm like freaking
0: passionate about the sport. That was my sales.
1: I was like, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm a passionate person and the, and the job was to sell season tickets for them. I was like, if you know that I'm that passionate about the team, (laughs) then you should take that as like a win that I would be... They were,
0: they were not into it. Oh, my gosh. I think it was a joke I don't know interview. why they gave you the interview.
1: I, I think it was a joke. I think they were like, what is this girl thinking?
0: I think it's ridiculous they even gave you the interview. Yeah. If they were just going to laugh at you and just shoot you off, regardless.
1: Yeah. Dude,
0: sports. Sports. It was so great talking to you about your sports. I did not know you were so enthusiastic of a player, if that's a nice way to put it, <laughs> in high school. Mm.
1: Some of those New Mexico United boys know how enthusiastic I am. Ow! Abigail.
0: (laughs) Abigail. There's
1: only three of them.
0: (laughs) Abigail. Okay, that's why we're ending the podcast. Okay, everybody. I'm actually not kidding.
1: Okay, anyway, yeah. um, (laughs) Go Team USA.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys. Support your Olympians. They're great warm, they're great warm models. War
1: War models. War models.
0: I stuttered. I made fun of myself and then I corrected. I was like,
1: war models. What are those?
0: Role models. Yeah. Anyway, Abba, thanks for coming out. We're at Santa Fe again because they have cheap beers on Tuesday nights. Literally, guys, come here on Tuesday night. Dee and Kayla are the best. They're
1: the best. They They are are so They're familiar.
0: Just come up and say, hey, I'm here because of the Tuesdays podcast. And
1: they'll give you a beer.
0: It will Maybe. be. I don't know, I don't <laughs> Actually, for that.
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, Luke and I are also going to be like traveling next week.
0: Yeah, we'll be out. We're going to. You're going to North Carolina, then we'll meet each other in New York. Then I'm going to Nashville, and then the next weekend I'm going to Salt Lake yeah. City. I'm gonna be all over the place. So um, we'll see how consistent podcasting will go. We're gonna
1: try and do a episode in New York City.
0: That would be. I want to go. I want to find a rooftop, and I want to record in New York City. Yeah. So. Let's do it. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Olympic Sports Tuesdays. Sports. I'm Luke. <laughs> That's Abigail. Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Tuesdays underscore cast. We will see you guys next Tuesday.